Welcome to Dallas Dirt. I'm so excited to welcome our first guest today, the beautiful Tam Baum, who is a general contractor and the founder of Steel Toe Stiletto. Yep, that's the name of her company, and we're going to talk to you about how that all came to be. It's very exciting. Tam, welcome to the show. Isn't this great to have you here? Yes, thank you so much. I'm and, super honored. And thank you for the, the drive over. Speaking of drives, tell us a little bit about your very interesting journey into founding your company, which specializes in restoration of and preservation of beautiful homes in Dallas, right? Yes, yeah. correct. Oh, I love it. Thank uh, you. Thanks. Well, and I, um, you know, interestingly, I had a very long uh, outside sales career with Fortune 40 companies, very different industries, but, you know, very, uh, very robust companies. And um, I learned quite a bit, but I was actually restoring homes on the side. And um, this a passion. I mean, if you do this on the side, it's something you're passionate about. Yes, it truly is. Yeah. I mean, it is a labor of love and it is something I'm absolutely passionate about. Um I think at one point someone asked me, if you won the lottery, what would you do? And I was like, I would probably go to a kind of a, a declining neighborhood and buy as many homes as I could to restore them. <laughs> yeah. So more work, right? Not leisure, not right. sale around no the sale world. No the beach. Well, I mean, I'd well, love to sit on the beach <laughs> for some of that, but... <laughs> Uh, Seriously, you love, you kind of love getting dirty, you like getting into it. Like you are perfect for Candy's Dirt because here you are, you Dallas Dirt, Candy's Dirt, you're, you're getting dirty with all this stuff because it's a messy process, correct? It is. Yes. Yes. I mean, it is. Um, I usually start with the worst of the worst and um, houses that people have said are irreplaceable you know, irreparable. Yeah. Or that, that they want to tear down. That they want to tear down right. or that there's only one option to tear down. And um, I've proven over and over that I can take a shanty and turn it into a show house. Um, From a shanty to a show house. We have to have a headline like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and some of them have been on home tours. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, yeah. Um, including one of the ones that, um, that I was going to show you some images on. But um yeah, tell so, us about this project. You said right before the show started, you said this is like the worst. Oh, it was. So why is it the worst? I mean, how old was the home? Was it um, was it like um, very old? Was it not cared for, not loved? So it's it was a it was an estate. Okay. And um, the heirs did not continue to make payments, and then the taxes um, continued to accrue. Accrue. So. Um, it sat vacant for quite some time. That's yeah. bad. Homes should never stay vacant. Correct. Yes. Um, I have a, I tell people all the times, homes need to be lived in, cars need to be driven, boats need to be driven. Homes are like pets. You've got to water them. Yeah. Take care of them. Literally, you have to water the foundation. I mean, yes. that's literally, you have to take care of them like pets. Truly. Exactly. I mean, and it, you know, it's an interesting um you know, phenomena when you walk into a home that has been abandoned for quite some time, there is a distinctive smell, right? Yeah. Um, and then once you open the doors and air it out, people are in there, then it then be, that disappears. Right. Um, and it's right. a, it, yes, I mean, it, there's a physical element to a home being lived in or so how, being occupied. How bad was bad? Oh, um, so I've done some pretty 
really pretty awful homes that have started in some, um, uh, or what's the word? I mean, just absolute, um, like, like it just, I mean, was it in an area of beautiful homes and this one was just really rotting? Um, so it was actually within our historic district, oh. Junius Heights. Oh, I love it. Yes. Yeah. And, um, and it was on everyone's radar because it had been sitting, uh, vacant for so long right. and it was in a, a serious level of deterioration. And there's beautiful homes around there that everyone is, is, you know, you know, restoring and keeping up. That's a beautiful, a prideful neighborhood. Yes. Heights yes. It's down, if, if you're not familiar with that, it's down in kind of Southeast. Yeah. East Allen. East Allen. Yes. It's kind of near Lakewood. Yeah. And yeah. kind of in between Lakewood and, you know, Baylor. If right. We're looking kind of uh, general. And, and what era are the homes from down there? The 20s? Um, no, actually, um, early 10s. Early 10s? Um, so, better. yes, 10s. There are and, really older homes in Dallas, folks. Guess what? There really are. Yes. <laughs> and luckily, we have an air, a neighborhood that is protected, yeah. So, yeah. which is so important. Very um, important. And so this particular home, again, was on everybody's radar because mm -hmm. it's fallen into disrepair and it was then on the city um, uh, office of preservation's radar. Mm -hmm. And um, then the home actually did get sold in a foreclosure sale. Mm -hmm. So the person who purchased it probably did not do their due diligence because they didn't realize they bought in a historic home neighborhood okay. they were wanting to tear it down tear it down and build a new yes and yeah. stucco box oops <laughs> <laughs> a mcbox a mcbox right <laughs> so um so unfortunately it took quite a while and the city did have to take action on this particular home which is um it usually does not get to a point where the city attorney's office gets involved That's pretty bad it's very bad and the receiver in this particular situation hired me to do the restoration. So they brought you in to save the house. Correct. I love it. Yes. And um, and it was hard work. I mean, this one probably, this took the longest um, that I've ever had to, <laughs> to do on a, a restoration of that, of that scale. I mean, I've done plenty of ground up, you know, everything from the foundation all the way up to the roof, right? So, um, and that's usually, that's kind of my MO, but this mm -hmm. one was in very bad shape. Um, there was, um, you know, squatters had been in there. Of course, they come in. They yeah. come into these homes when they're neglected and they're empty. Yeah. Same thing happened to one of my old homes. A squatter lived in there for a few weeks and, yeah. um, you know, the owner told me, and I was so shocked. He, he lived in the laundry room, apparently, he, oh which I had added on, so. So you're kind of like both a house whisperer and a house saver. What was, when you first walked into that house, what did, what went through your head? Well, probably a few expletives. <laughs> um, and, uh, but I mean, it was just like, oh, wow, this is really bad. Um, yeah. Because all the windows had been boarded up and. Um, well, at least you get new windows, right? Well, well, it's a historic history, yes. and it did actually have most of its original windows behind um, the the plywood that was, you know, covering up all the holes. But um, they were in very bad shape, yes. and so uh, we literally tore off an addition that somebody had scabbed on yeah. long ago. The remodeling, I hate that, where they just throw 
yeah. crap up there. It's not even remodeling. It's yeah. like DIY. We can, yeah. you know. We can do this in two days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was not. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it was sitting on the ground. There was no foundation. So it was very, um, it was very structurally unsound. And it was completely dark. There were holes in the floor. I mean, it was. Were there wood floors? Um, there were. But uh, the roof had been leaking for probably a decade. So, so you know, most of that was. Um, were there termites? Um, at one point, there was, there was, but we, when we got there, I think that um, it had been treated. Okay. So we did have to replace some of the wood that was completely eaten through. You, but you've like, got me so excited to see this project now. <laughs> and I think our readers are going to love it too. So what did you see that you thought would just could be saved? I mean, moldings or ceiling height or something that you said, oh my God, we will save this. Yes. Well, I mean, I think every old home... Had, really deserves to be saved. Exactly. Um, and, you know, I feel like it's been standing for over 100 years. And um, I think with a little TLC, it can stand for another 100 years. Absolutely. So um, for me, people ask that question all the time. It's like, what did you see in that property? Or how did you get it to this you know, place? But for me, I always see that property in its highest and best um, view because you have vision. No, well, you have the vision. What do you, what would you tell a couple who's looking at a home and they're kind of trying to decide? Oh my gosh, should we renovate it? I've got one. I'll in fact I can invite you to the event there tomorrow night with Preservation Dells. Should I renovate it or should I just tear it down? Because so many builders will say, Oh my God, just just tear it down. It's going to cost more. It's going to be so much more work. What what would you tell them? I mean, it's my personal opinion, um, built over years of doing this, that I think it's better to rehab a home and add to it because, one, it's going to match or really have, it'll blend into that street. The neighborhood. The neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have a block face that has a few small homes and some very modern large homes, it actually isn't. It's startling. It's startling, and it's yeah. not great for the home values um, and every time. And that, mm-hmm. yeah, in the neighborhood. I just wonder what these white boxes are going to look like in ten or twenty years. I, have, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be running around with with my camera and the patron. Going, oh, we told you so. <laughs> yes. yes. Well, and yes, white is very hard to keep clean. Um, it looks really crisp at the very beginning. It looks, then give it a year or two. It's and the elements. <laughs> Mud, when you're having to hose off the mud off of the side. Of the pecans, the pecans, they stain my, my pool, they stain my patio. What do they do to that, yeah. you know, that stucco? I can imagine. But I do think that their the value is retained if you can keep the original facade of the home and really make it look as if it had always been there, right? Right. Um, and I think that from... From my experience, people, I think, see more value per square foot over time on something that they've remodeled versus something that was torn down and built new. Exactly. So. I love, one of my favorite stories of all of all the writing that we've done for Candy Store, and I think I've written like 5,000 posts now or something, almost like, I can't believe it, um, is, is is a home, a mid-century modern home in Preston Hollow, where the two families, only two families ever lived in that home, and they both... The realtor got them together and filmed 
the families meeting and touring the home and talking about, oh, we used to play here. And there, did you guys know there was a hiding place there? Oh, yeah, but did you know there was a hiding place there? And the home has been maintained and, and is being remodeled. And I'm so excited how we get to do a story on that someday. But I think that there's, I think Dallas is starting to appreciate its history and its historical homes, too. I think so. Don't you think so? I do. I feel like there's certain groups that have been resistant to um, keeping buildings um, intact. Yes. Um, and they're str- I think those areas are starting to get some momentum with groups that are interested in preserving. Right. Um, so I do see, a tr- I think I see a turn in that direction. Yeah, yeah. Well, so um, one thing I was going to ask you, too, is that um, which type of home are you seeing more likely to be preserved? Is it the mid-century modern from the 50s or is it the the 1920s, you know, 30s, kind of going back to the, um, what what do you call those styles of the 20s and 30s? Um, that would be uh, Tudor. The Tudors in the Prairie Home. Yes. Yeah. So um, Craftsman would have been Craftsman. early 19s to late. Um, you know, and why do they call it your Craftsman? Um, it's uh, because it was actually a clean style, and it was um, really built from a simplification of materials. And so, and there really was a craft that was built in there. So okay. it was the change. Ramsman actually created it. You are so smart. This woman knows everything. <laughs> so tell us again what you think the future is going to be in remodeling and doing what you're doing with Steel Tell. Steel stiletto which is a great name by the way can you imagine that and why is it called steel toe stiletto <laughs> let me let me hear this one um all right we may have to censor some of this oh, but, uh, <laughs> no never <laughs> uh when i was working on my first home which was my is my personal home uh-huh. um i was working corporate had never done any kind of remodeling um and i was looking for a cosmetic redo um, and it was in that hot market of, you know, 06, 07, and oh, it yeah. was on fire. And um, I was trying to get something maybe in the M streets, cosmetic, paint a little bit, do a little bit of minimal things. And um, what I ended up uh, not getting were any of those houses because everybody was fighting, clamoring over them. I mean, they were being like... 12, 15 offers, everybody over asking, and still have it's like to last be- summer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was really, I mean, I was like, yep, here it is again. It yeah. happened. But um, so I do think that, um, so getting back to the steel stiletto, you, so had a, you had to kick some people in the I chance. did. I did. Yeah, I we're out on them. Yes, I um, saw my one of my subs out there and He's throwing up some lumber on the wall, and I look at it. I'm like, that certainly does not look level. And I was like, hey, can you come here and take a look? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, does that look level to you? Does that look derecho? And he's just like, no. And I was just like, do you have a level? He's like, yeah. I was like, where is it? Can you use it? I was like, he's like, it's in the truck. And I was just like, don't make me stick my stiletto up your butt. Go get that level and take that whole wall down and start over. So when I recant, <laughs> so I love you. I love you. <laughs> so when uh, my friend was asking me how it was going, mm-hmm. I told her. I said, "Well, you know," she said, "How's it going?" And I was like, "Well, man, if I didn't have to threaten to stick my stiletto up everybody's butt," 
every other day. And she was like, still toast stiletto, taking but you know, kicking butt and taking names. And I was like, oh, there it is. That's time. That's so. name. And you can certainly read more about Tam's work on Candy's Dirt as we're going forward. I am just dying to write the story, the before and after of your home. It's great. I so appreciate you coming today. I so appreciate everyone out there for watching and paying attention and being interested in homes and preservation because I'm obsessed. And stay tuned because we're going to have more Dallas Dirt. That does it for this episode of Dallas Dirt. Join us the next time as we dig into DFW's hottest real estate news with host Candy Evans. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube to receive every new episode. And if you like the episode, give it five stars and tell a friend. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to seeing you the next time. This episode was recorded at the Real News Communications Network Studios in Dallas and is copyrighted by Dallas Dirt.